Good morning, good morning, and good morning, boys and girls. 801, it's Chris Logan. Time for another Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. The time of the show where we go in on what's trending, what's happening, what's viral, what are some of the top headlines and stories of the day. Acadiana, statewide, nationwide, worldwide. We get to them all, mostly, here inside of the Power Hour. Brent, what's up, man? Good morning. Now, if you can't listen to the whole thing this morning, maybe you can go back. We are doing a live video stream on our Planet Radio Facebook page. You can watch along if you like. That video stays up on our Planet Radio Facebook page. So if you ever miss the Power Hour, like dude, what, what that dude said, you can go back and you can watch it. And we also have a podcast, which you can subscribe to. You can get the Planet Power Hour with Chris Logan podcast on Spotify, also on Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. So they um we, we have it all over the place. But we got some good stuff today. Especially if you're Gen X, you're going to want to stick around. Because I'm going to take you back just a little bit this morning. But we're going to talk about now a big local headline that a lot of people are gravitating to it has to do with Caleb Wise's own Gerald Gruning. Also, did you watch some football last night? Jake Paul, Nate Diaz, President Trump arraigned in Washington, D.C. That was like the big story. All right, we don't, we don't get to a lot of the headlines, or I'm sorry, political headlines every day. But if we're going to talk about what's trending in some of the top stories, sometimes you've got to mention some political stuff. Also, 25 uh, old internet things only original users may remember. That's going to be pretty good, too. And there was a mama in Maine. She fended off her attacker, and then she fed him. I mean, that's, that's straight mama stuff. She'll beat you, and then you're hungry, then she'll feed you. That's, that's just what it's about to be, a mama. Uh, Mega Millions, LSU... License plates, going to talk about that. And are more things locked up in stores nowadays than ever before? I think the answer to that question is yes, especially you see those videos, got criminals smashing and dashing, you know, like just maybe walking into a jewelry store, smashing the glass case, taking what they want, running out. Oh, you see that happening in California. Why? Because like they're just not being stopped. At all. But did you see the viral video of those two convenience store owners that beat the you know what out of the guy who was trying to uh, steal some cigarettes? They beat that cat with a stick. And he just kept pow, pow, pow. They were getting them, man. They were doing it the Middle Eastern way. They were, it looked like the two Middle Eastern guys. They broke out the stick, man. Straight Sandman from ECW. That's what they were doing to this guy. And, and they didn't want to stop. The dude recording it. Who's trying to tell him to stop, and they didn't want to. Damn it. I mean, he's stealing from their store. Nobody's going to come in and, and save the day anymore. You got to do it yourself in some places. But thanks to Motor City. Thanks to Mandez's for powering the morning show. Don't forget Planet Fest next Saturday. At Feed and Seed, celebrating the launch of Planet Radio. Hope you can make it. Would love for you to make it. You can get advanced tickets at listentotheplanet.com, and tickets are available at the door. Only 300 will be available, though. So if you want to make sure you can get in, get you the advanced tickets. Only 15 bucks. 
going to have Criers, Suffrage, that 90s show. We're going to have some Planet Fest t-shirts to throw out, thanks to Graphics Plus. Going to have some other giveaways as well. We'll talk more about that next week as we're getting closer to the show. It's not tomorrow, but next Saturday. And it's an all-ages show. Starts at 6. You know, again, we're getting old. We're not going too late. Doors open at 6. Show's going to start about 6.30, 6.45. Dude, we'll be, we'll be done before midnight. And you'll be ready for your Sunday. You won't have to listen to the Hangover Cafe. I mean, maybe you will on Sunday. Maybe you'll have a hangover after the show. But uh, it's going to be a great time. Got our question of the day today, too. That is going on on our Planet Facebook page, on my personal Facebook page. Do you do the dishes right away or wait for them to pile up? Chris says, I got three kids whenever I can. Sometimes I'm Mr. Clean on the spot. Sometimes it's Mount Dishmore. <laughs> Pretty good one. I mentioned this last hour. Eric says, pile. Call me Gomer Pile. Amy says, depends on my day and my mood. Patricia says, right away. Melissa says, when my two kids don't do them. Isn't that why we have kids, man, to make them do the things that we don't want to do? Wash clothes. I mean, all the chores. And it teaches them some responsibility. But, boy, my son was coming up. It was great having somebody who could uh, cut the grass, you know, once, twice a week. I didn't have to do it anymore. Now he's older. He moved out. Now I got to cut the damn grass again. Mike says, man, it's like an in-between. If they can go in the dishwasher, they go right away. If they can't, they hang out in the sink a little. Teresa says, right away, parentheses, most of the time. Adam says, right away. So we got a lot of answers. Uh, Thought we'd have fun with that this morning. Because yesterday, I, I saw a survey about that. And we didn't get to talk about it yesterday. But 8,000 Americans were polled. Those who answered, 52% of them prefer to do them right away, 48% let them sit. So that's almost right down the middle. And the only difference in this poll was men, 51% of guys prefer to let dishes pile up compared to 45% of women. I mean, and that's still pretty close. That's still right down the middle. They also asked the same question about laundry. That one's a little more clear cut. Around two-thirds of us prefer to let laundry pile up than to do it all at once. (laughs) Steven, what's up, man? Good morning. By the way, if you want to interact, you can watch the Facebook Live video. You can comment there. I'll I'll see the comments come through. I I can't see who's watching or how many people's watching or none of that uh, with the platform that I'm using, but I can see the comments come through on my screen. 808, you're listening to the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. Let me get a temp for us real quick. 80 degrees, feeling like it's 95 and could get up to 101 today. How cool was it to see some football on TV last night? Although it was the Browns and the Jets and was a Hall of Fame game, it was pretty cool to see some football on TV last night. I didn't sit down and watch the whole game. I watched some of the beginning, had a couple things to do. Uh, Then I got back to the TV. And then when I got back to the TV, some of the lights went out. I wasn't sure exactly what happened, if it was a, a power outage, if the lights just went out but they were waiting for those big lights to come back on and power back up so they can continue the game. But last night, Browns and Jets. And no, we didn't see anything from Aaron Rodgers last night. Probably won't see Aaron Rodgers at all. May may not see a lot of the major quarterbacks. Some of the major players, they may play a little bit during the preseason. But all in all, you know, football's back. Got NFL preseason. College is going to be coming up. High school football is going to be coming up. But Cleveland rallied past 
New York last night in the second half to win the 2023 Hall of Fame game, 21 to 16. Saints' first preseason game is on Sunday and, and not tomorrow. Let me pull that up real quick. New Orleans Saints preseason 2023 real quick. So it is the Chiefs Sunday, August 13th. It's going to be a home game for the Saints at noon. And then we have a Saints at Chargers preseason game Sunday, August 20th, 6.05. And then the final preseason game is a home game, Texans at Saints, August 27th, which is again is on a Sunday at 7 p.m. Kind of cool that the preseason games are on a Sunday. I like that. It, it'll, it'll get us ready for that Sunday. I know the Saints might have a Monday night game, maybe a Thursday night game during the regular season this year. I, I don't recall. But most of the games that happen on Sunday for the Saints are at noon, and I'm excited about that. I like a noon game. Because you have the rest of the day to do things or watch other games. You can cook some lunch. And you can watch the game. Three o'clock, I, I, you know, I start getting nervous. Then you have the Sunday night game, too, or a Monday night game. You, know, you start getting nervous. You got time to, to think, you know, to think about the game. But I love a noon game. That, that's, my, that's my favorite one. You don't have to wait till three. You don't have to watch the Dallas Cowboys game that may be on before the Saints game or whatever they decide to put in our viewing area with, with now with, with Burrow being on the Bengals and in Cincinnati, that's a lot of the games uh, that, that are showed here when the saints are not playing or, or playing late. Oh, and also last night too, DeMarcus Ware sang the national anthem. That was kind of weird. I didn't realize he could sing and, and, and he did okay. I mean, was he Frank Sinatra or, or something? No. But he did okay. I, I thought it took a lot of guts for DeMarcus Ware to get up there and sing the national anthem. So, look, I wanted to get to this, too. And if you're Gen X, I think you're going to like this. Ten PSAs that try to save Generation X. If you're Gen X, raise your hand. My hand is up. If you're an elder millennial, you may remember some of this. I mean, maybe if you're a, a boomer, you may remember this too. But officially, Gen X, people between 41 and 56 years old. The best generation ever. We experienced everything, dude. We experienced a little bit of everything. And we're still here. And we're still fighting, still kicking. And, and, and we can take more technology too. We, st we still got plenty, plenty of years left. We can take more technology. We were here when there wasn't much technology, and we're here with all the technology, and we're ready to, we're ready to get some more. But do you remember the PSAs that we were indoctrinated with whenever we were growing up? There were some good ones. Number 10 on this list, He-Man and She-Ra talking about inappropriate touching. I don't remember that one. And in that PSA, they urge kids to speak up to someone they trust if they have been touched. That was that the PSA. Obviously, I do remember He-Man and She-Ra, but I don't remember that PSA. This one I do remember, number nine, is drinking and driving can kill a friendship. Remember that with uh, Michael Jackson's Beat It playing in the background? 
It's where the group of teens got into a car. They were intoxicated. And as soon as the car starts, they turn into skeletons. Remember that one? Number eight, man. Number eight, such a classic Smokey Bear. We've talked about Smokey Bear before. You know, the big, the big bear, he had muscles, had that trooper hat on. And he told us, not, you know, not to light forest fires, man. And he, he said, just like this. It says here, number eight, only you can prevent forest fires, end quote. And that was all about, that was all about Smokey Bear. And we were taught back in the 80s the dangers of leaving your campfire burning. It was an animated cartoon clip, animated commercial. That if you went camping, you know, you, you pitched your tent, and you roasted some marshmallows, maybe you had some weenies on a, a metal clothes hanger. Don't act like you didn't do it. I, I, I know that's how you did it. They ain't got to be haunt. I know that's how you roasted weenies back in the day. I did it. You did it too. You got a pair of uh, uh, cutters. You know, like a, a pair of wire cutters, or maybe if it, uh, you know, you just if you wanted to take the easy way out, you just untwisted the clothes hanger, you made it straight, you put your little weenie on there, and then if you wanted it well done, you wanted it rare, medium rare, it was totally up to you. Sometimes they fell into the fire, you got fussed for doing that, right? Your daddy fussed you. Damn it, damn it, son, get get another hot dog. You know, it happened a lot with marshmallows too. But remember, to, you know, to this day. Now, I haven't lit a fire in the forest, but to this day, man, every time I light a fire, Smokey Bear is in my head. Only you can prevent forest fires. I know, Smokey. I know, man. You taught me that a long time ago. And what about this one? Number seven. I thought this one would be higher. It was all about drug-free America. And if you're Gen X, I know that you remember this one. Listen. Is there anyone out there who still isn't clear about what doing drugs does? Okay, last time. This is your brain. This is drugs. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? Nope. That was a partnership for the drug-free America. Remember, it was Nancy Reagan, man. Didn't she head that up back in the day? And then the war on drugs? What happened to the war on drugs? <laughs> did we win that or did we lose that? If you see videos of Philadelphia, we, we lost that. We lost that battle. Uh, number six. I remember this one, too. An animated Captain America shows kids how to conserve energy in the home. He fights the thermal thief, the wattage waster, and the cold air crook. Uh, number five. This one was done on NBC by Marla Gibbs from the Jeffersons in 227. Remember 227? <laughs> I still watch the Jeffersons if that's on, dude. George Jefferson was the best in, in his walk. But this was kids bring more than lunch to school. And Marla Gibbs was saying that teachers need to support their students as they could be bringing bruises, drugs, and our teen pregnancy to school. I don't really recall that one. Number four, C-3PO from Star Wars catches R2-D2 smoking a cigarette. 
And then he warns kids about the dangers of smoking and says it doesn't make them grow up. So there was a lot of smoking commercials. But then there was also smoking PSAs back in the day as well. It, it just didn't work too, too, too great. Number three, Pee Wee Herman had his own PSA, and it was a crack PSA. I remember this one. Pee Wee Herman warned kids about the dangers of using crack while holding a small container of it. And he said, this is crack. Every time you use it, you risk dying. Boy, kids these days would get triggered. Imagine that, like if, if there would be um, like a, a little container of fentanyl and there was this, this PSA. Maybe that's what we need nowadays, huh? Maybe we need some old school PSAs like this. Have the frying pan. You know, this is your brain. And then you crack an egg. This is your brain on fentanyl. Any questions? Number two. This is also a classic too, man, from the U.S. Forest Service. Give a hoot, don't pollute. Remember that? Woodsy Owl wanting to stop pollution, and he didn't want us to be a dirty bird. <laughs> he didn't want us to be an Atlanta Falcon. But give a hoot, don't pollute. I remember that one 100%. And number one on the list, my friends, I got some audio of this one too. Let me know if you remember it. yours? No. I mother said she found it in your closet. I don't know. One of the guys must have... Must have what? Look, Dad, it's Where not... Where did you get it? Dad, Answer I... me. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. Parents who use drugs have children who use drugs. See you straight up. Straight up. No one got, no one got triggered. It's, it, it, made, it made you think. Huh? I learned it by watching you, Dad. I learned it by watching you. Could do a new one like like that too. Like that was like a box of marijuana. Could have like a little box of um, I don't know, man. Like you know the the whatever the popular drugs are these days. They'll probably still look cocaine in there, you know, and, and other stuff. You know, and, and what's funny back in the day, like it was it was all surrounding marijuana most of the time. You know, if if it had to do with kids. And some little PSAs, it was uh, more than likely around marijuana. Now, we had the Pee Wee PSA, which I just told you about. He had a little thing of crack. Uh, later on in life, yeah, Whitney Houston was getting on board. Crack is whack. Remember all that stuff? I don't know what would rhyme with fentanyl. I really, I really don't know. I can't come up with a slogan for that just yet. Give me, give me some minutes and I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll think about it. But taking a trip down memory lane, dude, that was 10 PSAs that tried to save Gen X, and we're still here. We're still rocking. And, boy, we, we've been a part of a lot. So 821, got a quick two-minute break to get to, then we're coming back with more inside of the Power Hour. Oh, and I wanted to mention this, too. Man, prayers for Gerald Gruning. He was, he was trending and, and went viral here in Acadiana. You know, if you if you do pray, which you know, I, I hope you do from time to time, man, throw one up there for Gerald Gruning. If you didn't know that story, he got some unexpected news. And he was diagnosed in July with stage two 
Hodgkin's lymphoma. You know, and he had a little video on KLFY, you know, and, and he did the Gerald Gruning thing. What's good, baby? How y'all doing? You know, the whole, the whole Gerald Gruning thing. I, I, I can't do a good Gerald Gruning impression, but, you, you, I mean, you know, you know Gerald Gruning and how he talks, you know, what he does. Uh, entertaining guy. But according to the story from KLFY, late in 2022, he noticed some swelling in his neck. And it didn't trigger any alarms for him. His daughter had just gotten over an illness. And then on Father's Day this year, Gerald said, quote, I was sitting in my kitchen. We were fussing with some friends about honestly crawfish fettuccine and if the crawfish tails were too old. uh, Gerald said, quote, my wife said, Gerald, you need to calm down. Your neck is bulging. And he said, I have some bumps in my neck. I need to go get checked out. And he did. After about a week, a week after seeing the doctor, the results were in. And Gerald says, quote, I was preparing myself for what they thought. Uh, sorry, I was preparing myself for what they thought would be the diagnosis. But when you hear it, man, it's at the knees, bruh, end quote from Gerald Grooney. So he'll be uh, getting some treatment. And we wish Gerald the best in his fight, man. Saw a little bit yesterday on the news. If you want to go to KLFY.com, you can uh, read more uh, about what he said. You can even watch that video. But I, I was just seeing him on TV, I, I met him a, a couple times. Met him at this quote-unquote celebrity uh, uh, golf driving range thing to see who could hit the ball the furthest. I met him there a couple years ago. And uh, he is a cool guy. But we wish him the best in his fight against cancer, man. Hear that way, way too much. So we're going to take a quick break again, and we're coming back. Probably the biggest trending story yesterday was President Trump. 25 old internet things that only the original users will remember. We'll take a trip back with that, too. And then there was a mama in, in Maine. So she protected herself against an attacker, and then she fed him. That's, that's straight mamonis. Mega Millions, LSU, license plates. If you're a big LSU fan, got some information about that and more. So two minutes, we're coming back. Don't go far. Second half of the Power Hour coming up right here on Planet Radio 106.7. All right, what's up? What's up, Friday? Uh, yeah, man, that's something about Gerald. Battling stage two uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma. Steven says, will there be booze sales at Planet Fest? I think so, dude. Uh, I, I think so. I hope so. <laughs> Nobody told me, but um, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll check that out. We, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll check that out. I, I like a good cold beer, you know. I like a little uh, little cup of of bourbon, a little glass of bourbon every once in a while. Uh, but we'll see. But yeah, Planet Fest is next Saturday. But yeah, if you want to read more about Gerald, man, that was that was kind of um, that was a sad story I saw yesterday, and I was at my grandparents' house, and of course they had. Uh, the news on, right? I, some, I, I don't watch the news much anymore. I really don't. They, and they had it on. 
Uh, and we were talking, there wasn't much volume up on the TV. And then it showed a little piece of Gerald Gruning in a, in a, a hospital bed and wasn't quite sure what's going on. And then I, I saw in line that stage two Hodgkin's lymphoma. But how cool was those PSAs, man? The PSAs that try to save Gen X. We had some cool ones back in the day. We had some cool ones. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? I don't remember the He-Man and She-Ra one, though. I, I, I really I, I don't remember that one. All right, we're coming back. Hang on. So welcome back to the Power Hour. It's Chris Logan, your host, the Power Hour, part of the morning show where we go in on what's trending, what's happening, what's viral, what are some of the top stories of the day. We're also streaming live on our Planet Radio Facebook page if you want to watch along. Also, if you ever miss a show, we keep the videos up on our Planet Radio Facebook page. You can go back and you can watch. Also, you can subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcast. Search for the Planet Power Hour with Chris Logan. Very easy to get to, and you can you can also watch and listen to some of my older content, too, back when I only had the streaming station, the planet, and before we got on the radio. You plan on watching Jake Paul and Nate Diaz tomorrow night? Things got a little physical on stage yesterday. Security moved in. There was some pushing and shoving during the face-off. And... Jake Paul, you know, kind of running his mouth. Nate Diaz, you know, kind of, kind of walking away. There's been some bad blood between the two, and tomorrow night they fight. And Jake Paul has been winning his fights. I, I know he's been like a YouTube internet sensation. But do you give Jake Paul any credit being a fighter? Or do you think a lot of his matches were set up? I don't know. A lot of his matches are they're, they're kind of they're they're funny. You know, and there's a lot of memes that happen after his his matches. But he's winning. And can he beat Nate Nate Diaz? Dude, Nate Diaz, yeah, all respect to him. I'm not saying I don't like him. All respect to Nate Diaz. Dude, he, look, he looks like he'll fight you in a Walmart if you look at him wrong. Nate Diaz, he, he just always had that aura. Of like, dude, if you saw him at the Dollar General and you looked at him wrong, because he looks like he would shop at the Dollar General. I, I shop at the Dollar General, too, you know, because there's one on every corner. They're making it so much easier to go to Dollar General or Family Dollar now, and it's great. They got a nice one in Sunset, dude. It's like this, uh, it's like this DG market. It's awesome. You know, but Nate Diaz looks like he, he would fight you in Dollar General. Just the kind of cat he is. Like, he, he would like to throw hands. Looks like he would fight in the club every single time he would go. That's just the kind of guy he looks like to me. But can Nate Diaz beat Jake Paul? We'll find out tomorrow night on pay-per-view. I think I might buy it. I don't have a wedding to DJ tomorrow. No reception for me this weekend. So tomorrow I might I might watch it. It's a lot of trash talk. 
And can Jake Paul win again? We'll see. The biggest headline, the biggest story yesterday, President Trump arraigned in Washington. Former President Trump appeared in Washington, D.C., a court yesterday pleading not guilty to charges that he knowingly attempted to alter the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. The indictment marked the third set of open charges against former President Trump. The other two, you may remember, relate to the allegations of mishandling of classified documents after leaving office and this hush money during the 2016 campaign. The primary charge in the current case alleges that President Trump and allies tried to overturn results from seven states, Arizona, Georgia, Nevada, New Mexico, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Legal experts have noted that the case will require proving that President Trump was aware the claims being made were false. So that's just a little bit on that. But it, it's um, uh, a show. I've, I've said it before. It, it is a show, my friends. Do, 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 do. Get off the carousel for a little while. Think for yourself. Saw a video. Now, it was from Fox News. And it, it was interesting because every time something major happened it, it, uh, with the indictments, so uh, after the, or before the first indictment was when Hunter Biden admitted that the laptop was his. The next day, boom, indictment. And then there was something else that happened. Oh, the $5 million that was paid to President Biden, you know, like through his son. The next day, boom, Trump indictment. And then uh, yesterday, or what, Thursday, last week, it was something else, and then boom, the indictment again. But get off the carousel. And, and think for yourself. And if you want to get back on the carousel, that's you. Just get off and look around a little bit. Because if you look around, you're going you're gonna to see a lot of different things. When you throw away that cotton candy and candy apple that they're feeding you while you're on the carousel, you're going to see a lot of different things. And if you do some research, you're going to see that whether it's an R or a D by these people's names, when the election doesn't go their way, they fight it. It's not in the news like it was oh, when President Trump uh, was, was fighting the results, but they do it every damn time. Every time. Go and see. You can check receipts on that. You can check video on that. You, know, you, you, can, you can check receipts and video and former presidents uh, and, and their classified documents that they take with them. Bill Clinton got cassette tapes uh, in his sock drawer. Seriously, you know, and, and, but it's just, I, I don't know. I told you before, whether, whether it would be president Trump or someone else, it's the hypocrisy for me that's going on. That that's all it is for me. Let's get to this. 25 old internet things that only original users remember. <laughs> and these are some classic things on the internet that you may or may not remember. I'm not sure if we're going to get to all 25, but I'm going to give you a few because I got to go through this and I got to go through um, also ads after every other page that I click through. But remember that creepy dancing baby from back in the day? <laughs> if you don't, you wasn't on the internet long enough. 
Remember what Amazon.com looked like? Remember when Amazon.com was all about books? A very simple website. And the headline on Amazon.com was, Welcome to Earth's Biggest Bookstore. 1.5 million books in print and 1 million out-of-print books. And that's what they had on Amazon back in the day. MapQuest is also something else. Remember MapQuest? See, and, and uh, again, us Gen Xers, we, we've been through it all. We've been through your dad getting mad at the actual map that was in the glove compartment when y'all went on vacation, might have went to Astroworld. He took, he took maybe the wrong turn. He took the wrong exit. He had to pull out the fold-up map that was in the glove compartment, take it out, break out a magnifying glass, and find out how to get back on the 610 loop and then get to Astroworld. We were, all, we, we were part of that. We also used fold-up maps. But Gen Xers also use MapQuest. We went to MapQuest.com. We put in our directions and we printed them out. And then now we use our phones to get us around. So much easier now. With your phones, you put in, you put in your directions, then it takes you there. But dude, MapQuest, you'd go and you'd say where you're at. You'd say where you wanted to go. And you got step-by-step -step instructions to go to your destination. Uh, Google, there's a picture of an old Google website here. Um, <laughs> what about playing pool in Yahoo chat rooms? Remember that? That was cool back in the day. Counters on web pages. Oh, my goodness. Remember that? All these old web pages had counters. You could tell how many people visited that page. <laughs> and there were different styles and then, like, different fonts for these counters. Oh, my God, there's a picture of a mouse, the old-school ball mouse. It's not like it was today. Remember, you had to uh, take off the little, um, I guess it was like the little cover to where the ball was on the mouse because dust got in there. You had to unclick it, take it off, then you took maybe a paper clip or a knife, and you had to get all of the dust and, and the grime out of there. You had to clean the little ball, put it back, and then you're able to use your mouse again. Boy. What about real player? That's how you played your audio? Real player? Dang. What about Encarta? Encarta 97. That was when encyclopedias went online, dude. That was, uh, what was it? What were those old, they had, they had two sets of encyclopedias that you had at your house. Back in the 70s and 80s. Encyclopedia Britannica, is that what it was? If you had the 70s version, it might have been... If my memory serves me right, the older version was like a grayish, reddish cover. And then if you had that, the 80s version of the encyclopedias, they were brown. They were like a, a regular brown and then maybe like a dark brown or a black. And when you needed to do some, some research, you went and you got the encyclopedia, man. You went to A, B, C, D. Uh, then there, there might have been just one for X, Y, Z. thinking about it dude gen x we put in some work we put in some work uh what about the old school computer towers there's a picture of that the old school monitors that were probably what about you know two feet deep because it was like these old tube monitors remember that there's a picture of those here 
And again, I'm reading uh, 25 old internet things that only original users remember. And what about actually having to switch to the internet and log on to the internet? Bulletin boards, wow. Maybe having to go to DOS, there's a picture of DOS. Netscape, wow. Did you use Netscape to get on the internet? Or did you use that AOL CD that came in the mail? ICQ, Winamp. Boy, Winamp was cool. Uh, yeah, I just brought up Real Player. That was another picture that they had. But Winamp, that's, that's the OG. That's how you listen to all of the music that you downloaded on LimeWire, BearShare, Napster. All the stuff you stole, you listen, you listen to it on Winamp. No, the title tags, dude, all that was wrong. Man, you heard that new song by, um, I don't know, might have been by Papa Roach. It, it, it might have been Eminem. You know, like it was just, it was just all labeled totally wrong. Dancing Baby, they got a picture of that too. Board.com. Remember board.com? Uh, also, putting a CD in your computer to check out the extras. Because sometimes when you had a music CD, they had some extras on there, but you had to put it in your CD ROM to get it. Uh, so, th I mean, there's a few others, but that was some of the top ones. John says in on the Facebook Live, I used to make custom oscillators and skins for Winamp. Yep, you could do that too. Chat rooms, all that great stuff from the internet back in the end of the day. 839, this is the Power Hour. I'm Chris Logan. You're listening to Planet Radio 106.7. Uh, this story here, wanted to give a shout out to Mama. This is awesome, and this is straight-up Momo stuff. An 87-year-old woman fought off an intruder and then fed him after he told her that he was awfully hungry. Huh? Could you do that? Somebody breaks into your house? Could you beat him up, then feed him? An 87-year-old Maine woman fought off a teenage attacker, then fed him. Marjorie Perkins, huh? Marjorie, Miss Marjorie. She said she awoke at 2 a.m. on July 26th and saw the young man standing over her bed. He had shed his shirt and pants and told her he was going to cut her. She says, quote, I thought to myself, if he's going to cut, then I'm going to kick, end quote. I like it. She put on her shoes and fought back, putting a, ch a chair between them. The intruder then struck her on the cheek and forehead before switching tactics and headed for the kitchen. He told Miss Perkins, Miss Marjorie, that he was, quote, awfully hungry. So what did she do? She fed him. And, and, and straight Maman, too. She didn't cook him anything. But what happens, dude? Like, uh, if you're hungry and, and you go to Maman's house, she's going to feed you. And it might be random things. And God forbid you go in the refrigerator because you got, you got all these different containers. You don't know if it's butter. If you don't know if it's last night's rice and gravy. Right? You're not sure what it is. Is it sour cream or is it something else? Because Maman likes to reuse all the containers that she buys at the store, as, 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 as how they do. 
So Miss Marjorie gave this guy a box of peanut butter and honey crackers, two protein drinks, and two tangerines. I wonder if she put it in a shopping bag and tied it up. Miss Perkins dialed 911 on her rotary phone and was talking to a dispatcher while the intruder collected his pants and left. He left behind a knife, shirt, shoes, and a water bottle containing alcohol, according to Miss Marjorie. She has become a bit of an international celebrity since the attack. She said she still feels safe in the home where she resided for 42 years, but worries about rampant crime. Don't we all, Miss Marjorie? She says it seems to have gotten worse over the past few years and that criminals do not fear going to jail. Miss Marjorie says, quote, I think our law has just folded up, end quote. People aren't afraid of anything anymore. They feel they can do as they please. But it takes people like Miss Marjorie, 87 years old, to stand up for themselves. You know, you got the video that's going viral right now, the, the convenience store owners that beat the dude uh, with a stick. You see that? I'm sure you did. That went viral. Dude was just standing there stealing cigarettes, trying to put him in a, a, a trash can. And then the two owners of the store had enough. One held him down. The other one beat him with a stick. Protecting their investment. Protecting their life. You got to take it into your own hands now. And, it, and it's, it's sad. Police in a, said in a news release that they quickly tracked down the teenager, charged him with burglary, criminal threatening, uh, also assault, and consuming liquor as a minor. Authorities did not release his identity because of his age. They said the teen was staying a few blocks away from the victim. So this, this teenager that broke in to Miss Marjorie's house was living nearby. Luckily, she made it through. And she took a punch, but she held her own. Got this kid and then fed him. Straight mama gave him some crackers, protein drinks. Might, might have been some insure. She might have had that in the cabinet and a couple tangerines. Nice balanced meal. But would you have done that? Would, would, would you have found it in your heart after this guy, this kid, breaks into your house to feed him? Miss Marjorie did. Mega Millions tonight. Don't forget to get your ticket. I forgot to get it on Tuesday. Got to get it tonight. $1.25 billion. 30 straight drawings since someone won the jackpot. Last time was on April 18th. What are the odds of winning one in 302.6 million? So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> um, 625.3 million would be the lump sum payout. Government got to get their cut. Ukraine got to give them a little piece too. So they're, they're taking about half. But there's uh, federal taxes, state taxes, all that stuff. But Mega Millions tonight, $1.25 billion. What would you do with that money? You'd wild out for a little while. You'd save it. What would you, what would you do? If you're an LSU fan, check this out. Specifically a fan of LSU's women's basketball, Governor John Bell Edwards signed a bill. And it's going to create a new license plate honoring 
LSU's women's basketball team's national championship win. The bill signing took place on LSU's campus inside the Pete Maravich, Mar- uh, sorry, Pete Maravich Assembly Center yesterday morning. Kim Mulkey was there. The team was there. And they were excited for this. So if you're an LSU women's basketball fan or just an, an LSU fan in general, you can get you an LSU championship license plate. Uh, details on how the new license plate will be released will come out later, according to LSU Athletics. So there may be one for baseball, too. If they're doing this one for basketball, maybe there's going to be one for baseball. ball. And how about this? By the way, it's 8.46, listening to Planet Radio 106.7. This is the Power Hour, part of the Chris Logan Morning Show. This is from Loss Prevention Research Council. The uptick in shoplifting has prompted stores to start locking up merchandise. A lot of times now, if you want to buy something, you have to get a sales associate to come and lock it for you. Remember it started with all the coal medicine? No, that was always in the back or they, you know, they locked it up. Man, like I'm, I'm sick, dude. I just want some uh, severe congestion Advil. That's all I want. Then you got to wait for them to unlock it and, and get it, bring it to you. I'm not trying to cook up anything. I'm not. Can't you hear? Can't you hear the congestion in my voice? Dude, now you go to the dollar store, man. They're, they, they're locking up detergent. Like what's going on? This says the lockup tactic could have an unintended negative impact. New research finds that 43% of adults say they would avoid a store with locked up merchandise because it makes the shopping experience less pleasant. 43%. That's pretty high. I'm not feeling well. I would just like to go get me some medicine. My clothes are dirty. All I want is a box of gain. That's all, that's all I want. But in some of these major cities, California, I see a lot of these videos uh, on social media where people are just breaking into stores. It might be a fancy Louis Vuitton store. It might be a CVS. Clothing stores. And people are just breaking in and taking everything they want running out because there's no consequences to it. And I think some people are getting fed up. You can see that in those store owners that beat that dude with a with, with a stick. They went Sandman. If you watch ECW, you know what I'm talking about. They broke out the, the stick and just started wailing on this cat's legs. Apparently, that might be a tactic from the Middle East where these owners were from. I'm like, man, why they keep hitting his legs? Like, like is that a tactic we don't know about? Dude, and they were just whack, whack, whack. The dude who was videoing was trying to get them to stop. They didn't want to stop. They were just bang, bang, bang. And it wasn't even in a small town either. I think it was in a, a major city. What about this did you know? Do you have more unwanted guests in your house than you know? This might, this might uh, disgust you this morning. A team of scientists found that the average house is home to around 100 species of insects. And these weren't dirty homes or ones located deep in, deep in the woods or anything. 
Average homes in average neighborhoods. You have 100 species of insects. The list includes different species of flies, cockroaches, pill bugs, beetles, and spiders. Last night, went to get into my bed. I was tired, wanted to lay down, relax. I had a baby cricket in my bed. And my house stays pretty clean. And I, I have a fairly new house, fairly new. And there was a little baby cricket. And I know what happens, but I was like, dude, I, I pay the exterminator a lot of money. I shouldn't, be, I shouldn't be looking at no baby crickets in my bed. But we have over or, or around 100 species of insects in our, in our houses, in our homes, all the time. Also saw this today, how to win an argument. Here we go. We're going to wrap up the power hour with this. How to win an argument. If you want to win an argument, according to the Center for Nonverbal Studies, make direct eye contact and raise your eyebrows as you are discussing your reasoning. Raising your eyebrows exaggerates eye contact, making a gaze more persuasive than usual. This says pay attention and you'll see that politicians who make a living off their persuasive power do this all the time. Never noticed that, but I'm going to I'm gonna have to look and see if politicians do that. But that's how you win an argument. Raising the eyebrows exaggerates eye contact, making a gaze more persuasive than usual. You just got to watch out. If you put out a little too much like Mitch McConnell, you're going to lock up. The, the, the lie just didn't want to come out. The lie just didn't want to come out. He locked up. But that lady on the side of him hit him with some kind of magic wand. I don't have my tinfoil hat on, but go and watch that. Go and watch the lady on, the, on his right-hand side. The lady kind of hits him with a little something, and he locks up. Do as, do as we say, Mitch. Do as we say. All right, so uh, it's Friday. It's a weekend. Don't forget, we've got a lot of cool weekend shows. I like reminding you about our weekend shows tomorrow morning. we got the 90s Rock Rewind. That's my show at 10 a.m. every Saturday where I pull a year from the 90s. Then I look at the week's alternative rock chart, and we count down more times than not the top 10, top 11 songs, however many we can fit in the hour. Tomorrow morning, we're going back to 1997. I thought I had some notes here with me, and I think I left. Oh, I do. Um, we're looking at Wallflowers, Third Eye Blind, Matchbox 20, Sneaker Pimps tomorrow morning, Sublime, U2, Sugar Ray, Tonic. Got some cool songs tomorrow morning. And that's thanks to Bryce Godwin, the Louisiana Car Guy, and Cajun Coatings. But the 90s Rock Rewind every Saturday morning at 10. Then on Saturday night, we have Hunter DeBlanc in his show. It's called Saturdays, S-A-D-U-R-D-A-Y-S. And that is powered by J.P. Boudreaux, the roofing specialist at VE Roofing. And if you're into emo, pop punk, that's your show. And it's done by our local artist, Hunter DeBlanc. And then on Sunday, some legendary Planet shows. On Sunday morning at 10, Nick has the Hangover Cafe. That's the lighter side of the planet from 10 until noon. 
Then we have Seth coming in with our local rock show. It's now called The Loud Hour, but it's that same local rock show you remember from years and years and years and years of being on the radio. Seth's like the local rock guy, and he has a great show every Sunday night at 6. That's also powered by J.P. Boudreaux. He is a roofing specialist with VE Roofing. So that's from 6 until 7. And then if you like metal, classic show The Grindhouse is on the air from 8 until 10 with Ty. Thanks to Dulos Tattoo. So if you like the hard stuff, you like all the metal stuff, you got to check out that show each and every Sunday night. So we're wrapping it up for today. Now, just a power hour. We got one hour left inside of the Chris Logan Morning Show. Thanks to Motor City. Also, thanks to Mandez's for powering the morning show. Mandez's, the official restaurant of the morning show as well. Three Doors Down coming up. We got White Town, Silver Chair. I'm going to do a remember this one from Lynn, Everclear, Offspring, and more. It's all coming up the final hour of the show here on Planet Radio 106.7. Stay close. All right, cool. Wrapping up the show, Chris says Tommy Dreamer and his Singapore Canes. Dude, so e- ECW is so good. Love ECW in. Was it 99 or 2000? Man, it might have been. I think it was in 2000. Because uh, I remember my, fin- my friend Chris Reed uh, being there as well. My, my friend Chris Reed is a uh, big wrestling fan too. And uh, this was, like, I had just gotten into radio. He had just gotten into radio, too. We kind of knew each other from uh, just DJing in in general. And he's a big wrestling fan. And and I'm I'm a wrestling fan as well, especially, you know, back in the day stuff. Now, Now, not so much. But there was an ECW show at, I think it was the Belmont Hotel off Florida Avenue in Baton Rouge. And there was maybe, maybe a couple hundred people there. And it was just inside this ballroom at this random get-to-the-rooms-from-the-outside hotel. And, dude, that was the best wrestling event that I've ever been to. All the EC cats were there. Dude, they were fighting in the crowd. Like, Sabu flipped over where we were sitting. We were sitting, like, front row. Because I think they only had, like, three rows. It was crazy. And, and it was awesome to this day. And even Chris, Chris and I still talk about it. Hands down, the best wrestling experience ever. Got to see him beating each other with the uh, with their sticks, the Singapore canes, like what Chris said, dude, uh, with their staplers, stapling each other, trash cans. It, it didn't matter. They were just they were just going off. It was awesome. So look, wrapping up the power hour for today. As always, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can go back, watch other Power Hours on our Planet Radio Facebook page. Uh, you can also subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast, the Planet Power Hour. It's on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, all that stuff. You, you can even check out some old content, too. So have a good weekend. Have a good Friday. I'll see you all on Monday.